0: Hello and welcome to the optional podcast episode number 165 for the week of June 3rd 2019 The optional podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world and right into your listening device of choice as always I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host cam Brewster somehow
1: we are in a different location
0: yeah the acoustics might be different yeah we're kind of close we're closer to a window facing a street.
1: So maybe you might feel that like cool breeze.
0: <laughs> you might hear some rain. You're
1: definitely going to hear a motorcycle in a, mo- a you're second. You're going to
0: hear a motorcycle in a second, yeah. Some guy, uh, their their car stopped, and some guy's trying to help start the yeah. car. But either way, I moved. Yeah, you moved. You did it. Oh, my God. It's done. This has been one of the most and, – and don't mind – don't mind any of the background noise. We're still building furniture. and yeah. We're still. It's kind of. This is a. I'm this going to be some
1: it. special guests. This
0: be some special guests. It's going to be a lo-fi episode um, that you can chill and study too. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a process, man. It, I, honestly, it's been one of the most stressful and rewarding at the same time processes processes, processes. I've, ever, I've ever had to deal with. Um, but I'm glad I'm actually here. I'm, I'm no longer in my old place. This is a definite upgrade. For sure, I'm closer man. to you now. Yeah um but yeah man it's been good and you helped me out thank you to you yeah man no problem
1: man that's what i'm here for use your friends by the way oh my god yeah support your friends paul was so reluctant to call me
0: (laughs) i like yo it's so crazy when uh i'll I'll tell the story very quickly but in the midst of moving on the day of the move we had got the bulk of it out and we still had to throw a bunch of stuff out of our old place I was literally sitting down about to pass out, and I opened my phone to text Cam, and Cam texted me. <laughs>
1: I was like, yo, what are you doing?
0: Like, yeah, what are you doing? I was like, yo, <laughs> can you help me? And he's like, yo, yeah, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Cam. Use your friends. Yeah, um, use
1: your friends, man.
0: But yeah, man, other than that, I mean, not much has been going on. It's, it's literally been it's been an interesting week. I've actually been, like, forced to unplug. Like, I haven't played anything for the past few days because I, ho- I don't have anything hooked up. Like, right now, you should literally see, like, the... The chaos that we are in in the living room of my new apartment—we're on the floor, on my couch cushions, uh, a laptop on the floor, mixer on the floor, using my coffee table for like the headphone amp. Um, yeah, I'm laying down like a cat. Yeah, Cam's just <laughs> leaning. Uh, so yeah, I haven't really had a chance to play a whole lot, but it it, it is kind of nice to um to disconnect. Like I I was furious with the Verizon file sky last night because. I picked up the router I needed um, to hook up my my stuff here at the house. And apparently there's an issue with the... Because this uh, this building apparently is like Fios ready to go. There's like Ethernet ports everywhere, which is cool. But it didn't fucking work when I needed it.
1: Ready to go. (sighs) So,
0: yeah. So, I have to wait till tomorrow to to get my Internet back. But it's been kind of nice, man. It's been kind of nice to just like, you know, disconnect and just have your phone really to be your main outlet.
1: Yeah. It also limits you to what you're going to do and, you know. You have to focus on moving. That's yeah. the main part.
0: Yeah, which is I think is, is good. It's like a, it's a good uh, forced exercise, but um yeah man, what's been going on with you?
1: Gentlemen, man. Uh, it's a long week, long hot ass week. Uh, just working and uh, trying to get to some like I again. I was super busy this week t- as well, but um because I'm kind of moving. My well, one of my roommates she's moving out. Um, a good friend of ours. Yeah. And uh, so I'm taking her room. And then we're gonna have somebody replace my room. So nice. I'm like just gearing up to go because I want to just be lean as possible oh, and just like go right you know move yeah. my shit in one go. Yeah, man. I just want to have every like groceries like you know how you get them all in one hand. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. That's what I'm trying to be. Put <laughs> someone on your elbow and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to just be able oh, to just get God. up and go because like I realize like I don't use a lot of stuff that's in my room. I like yeah. all the clothes and stuff. So I'm just gonna donate everything that's like you know not destroyed and then uh, throughout the rest.
0: Yeah, we've been like donating linens and stuff to like uh, animal shelters and like I traded in a bunch of games and uh we donated a bunch of movies to like um I forget like, a, like I think it's like a VFW or something mm-hmm. like they always need movies. Um and uh it was cool man like it's it's a it, it's a very um therapeutic experience like taking stock of the inventory of shit you've collected over the past I mean for me in this case it was the past 60 years plus like, things that I had beforehand so um, it's nice to just shed yourself of all that skin and then just be like oh wow I don't need as much stuff and this definitely has taught me a lot um, this move especially like uh so much credit to my girlfriend for a putting up with me me being a fucking nightmare (laughs) uh Uh, hilarious but uh (laughs) but also just like i i've um i've learned a lot about like moving forward like saying no to free shit and you know every year just like having an exercise where you just go through your stuff and um like my girlfriend was telling me like having a day where you just like throw stuff out as if you're like as if you were moving. Like, you're, like, taking stock of all your stuff, and you just take inventory of what you have and, you know, what you want to throw out, because, like, this shit accumulates over time, man. Yeah, that
1: spring cleaning stuff is real. Yeah. Do it, though. For no real. Yeah, do it. For real. But, um, yeah, let's talk about what we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, I've only really been playing two things. Uh, surprise, I'm playing a lot of The Division. Nice. Uh, with the homies. Uh, yeah, just working on our builds and, you know, playing around. This is my, like, relaxation game, man. I love that game. That's cool. It's a go-to. It's always there for me. Like a Good, good food. friend. Yeah, like some good music, you know, like lo high um,
0: hip hop beats to chill to. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: yes, uh, this I don't know. This position is hilarious. <laughs> I'm literally laying on my side, like I, a, like I kind of want you to have cat. your own
0: your own show where you are just like <laughs> on a Twitch stream, like you you're on a green screen, but you're on the bottom of the screen, just laid out like just real on a, in a row. You remember
1: that episode of Eric Andre? Just a side tangent, but you remember that episode of Eric Andre where? Um, What's his name? Uh, this, uh the Hannibal? Hannibal Burris. He's just eating mad different types of uh um pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yo. He's like crunching on. He's like rose gold. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it is mad funny, but oh I imagine God. a podcast like that where yeah. I'm just doing mundane shit. Um, but yeah, so I um also I checked out this uh iOS game uh and I uh, apparently it's available for um uh Android and Linux and stuff like that as well, but on iOS, it's called Kids, mm-hmm. and uh, it's made by, uh, let's see, is this guy called Michael something, Michael Frey, Frey, oh, F R E I. Okay, I'll How say you, Frey. Frey? Yeah, I'll say Frey. Uh, and Mario Von Rickenbach. Oh, you um, say Ben Peebles. Yeah, they're German dudes, and they, they're they known for this game called Plug and Play. Um, but basically, it's about, it's it's very like simple artwork. But it's this beautiful black and white artwork, and um, they have these little silhouette uh, of like kids, and that's the title of the game. But basically, you just tap the screen to make things happen. You're not really there's not really a game to be honest. It's more of an interaction, interactive uh, puzzle um, art piece. Okay. Um, but it's just all black and white, and you have these little white like people walking around. Um, the whites. The whites are walking around and they're the little kids and you tap on them so they'll be like a bunch of kids standing next to a hole like a black hole literally on the floor and you tap one and one falls in and then tap it again and another one falls in (laughs) oh shoot and then sometimes you can move them to like go a different direction right and uh, to me what I got out of it is like just how uh, susceptible kids are to leadership Uh and trends and like that monkey see monkey do mentality yeah and you know if you're like it's like that old saying where if if you if one of your friends jumped off a bridge would you and this is like that oh at least that's what i took from it and you see kids like like this one where uh there's one person in the middle like pointing in one direction and he's like uh let's go this way and then you tap on the other person and they're like no let's go this way and they the opposite direction. And you can make them all go the right, the same way. Oh. It's so interesting. I think you should uh, yeah, download check it. This out. Yeah, Because, like, I don't want to give away the whole experience, but it's very, like, easy. It, it took me 25 minutes to oh, play. Oh, nice. That's my shit right so there. So I use it on my morning commute. Uh, and I was like, oh, it was pretty cool. And the music is very, like, simple. And, like, the, the um, it's almost like ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it sounds really nice in your headphones. Um, that's how I would play it. Uh, like, because they had the footsteps and they were running and stuff. And the voices are very uh, calming. And uh, it's not violent or anything, but uh, you just see a bunch of kids. Like, sometimes there's, like, I'm going to show you a, a little photo. That's how it looks.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It almost it- looks like a Keith Herring.
1: Right. Almost like yeah. that kind of art style, right. where, but just black and white. And, um, yeah, it, it's, just a, it's just a weird uh, thing. It made me feel a certain way, you know? Huh, that's cool. Like, and how we, I think we have a responsibility to kids to totally. make them feel like they are individuals and that you don't have to um kind of follow the leader and and do what is told even by adults almost you know like you should listen to adults but like
0: teach them well teach and let them, them lead what, the way
1: absolutely like shout uh, out to Whitney shout out to Whitney um but uh, also like my feeling it coming up later is kind of like that as well and you just see this like group mentality can get you in uh trouble um very good facts it, it can land you in and uh in a world of trouble, but this is a cool game. It's it was only three bucks. Okay. Um, on the iOS shop, but it you can't find it by just typing in kids because if you type it into like um, uh, the App Store.
0: Is that the FBI knocks on your door. No, it just brings up kid <laughs> child children games. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. Uh,
1: you have to type in like playkids.ch or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, let me see if it works this way.
0: Sorry, sorry. That was a dark joke. I'm p- I apologize. <laughs> no,
1: but it's true. Don't just type don't, in kids. Yeah, kid. just don't type. Yeah, in kids uh, type in um, playkids.ch uh, okay. into your uh, uh, web browser, and then it'll take you to a link to the to the uh, iOS App store. apps store. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's uh, awesome. It's pretty cool. Like it was just a, like a little cool, cute game. I saw yeah. it on Twitter randomly. I was like, oh, that looks cool. I'll play it. Oh. And our first guest is and here, guys. Our first guest is here. Uh, Actually, let's do a quick. Yeah, cut. let's
0: do a quick cut. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Actually, in that break, I downloaded Kids on my phone. So yeah,
1: no, it's a good game, um, if you want to call it that, quote unquote game. Yeah. Um, But I think uh, everybody should check it out. Um, It's it's cheap, so you know, buy it. uh, Thirty minutes of your time. What have you been up to, um, playing and shit?
0: Well, since I've been uh, internetless, and I've I've been playing the the game of moving. Actually, (laughs) that reminds me. (laughs) That reminds me. uh, Our one of our writers. over at Kotaku, he wrote a, a review. I think a couple years ago, called uh, "Moving the Kotaku Review." If you if you are moving or if you have moved recently within the past five years or so, I recommend reading that. It's so freaking funny. Like he, he reviews it like it's a game. He's uh, like, there are cool. elements of it that are like really good, but it, it kind of you know forgets what's <laughs> great about. It. It's so fucking good. That's smart. But um, but besides that, for work, I, um, I streamed Void Bastards the other day. Oh, yeah, you did. I watched it. Two, so two excellent, I would say. Game of the Year contenders came out this week and like on PC and Xbox, yeah, which is fucking cool and also depressing at the same time for everyone who doesn't have an Xbox or a PC. Um, so Void Bastards is, um, it's, it's such an interesting game. So, it was, I think it was made by one of the people who uh, worked on syst- or Bioshock 2 or, or Bioshock 1. Either way, it's inspired by System Shock and the Bioshock series. So, it's a first person sh- uh, shooter, um, that's like a roguelite has a roguelite element to it where you are um uh like basically like this prisoner i believe i want to say but you're picked by this company to explore these like these derelict ships along the way to this final destination Mm -hmm. and each of the ships i'm assuming are like randomized and you have to make your way through the ship's corridors to like uh basically find the thing that's on each ship like each objective now um i don't think it's op. i don't think it's mandatory but uh, along the way it's beneficial to actually get everything that's on the ship all the loot um, and along the way you'll you'll encounter um, different enemies that are on those ships so different monsters different robots that are part of the ai system some ships will have power turned off and you need to, turn, you need to find the station that turns on the power um, so very very like bioshock yeah in that sense but um, the art style is this really incredible comic book art style where it's like Two D. It, it looks very cell shaded. Like it very it looks like a lot like the that remember that game thirteen?
1: Yeah, I love that game. It looks
0: a lot like that kind of game. Or even like hints of like um what's that one? Uh oh god, I'm blanking on that name. Remember the one that had like the infection gameplay? Uh yeah.
1: Um Time wow. Time Splitter.
0: Time splitters. Almost like that kind of vibe. Funny too. enough,
1: uh I played a lot of that with Manny. Um Shout back in Manny. the day. We played a lot of like thirteen like uh, multiplayer just me and him yeah, with the yeah. with the bots and shit. yeah yeah yeah.
0: And yeah so i mean it has a like i kind of miss that art style it's it's a very simple but effective art style and it it, it looks beautiful it's yeah, incredible
1: it, but what makes this game unique is that like there are no like 3d bodies yeah like the the characters i should say right right right. so it it and it's it, like a 3d space but like 2d like
0: like uh, like sprites. Sprites, almost. yeah, it's yeah, so cool. It, it reminds me a lot. And, and shout out to anybody who who remembers this. If you don't, Google this. But I remember as a kid, I like forced my dad to take me to the supermarket, um, so I could buy like a box of checks, so I can get Checks Quest. And I Chex like Quest them. was a very, it was a Doom. It was basically like a Doom clone um, where you explored these. This like huge, it was a full, full, fully fleshed out game. Um, this looks awesome and it, it would a, a Chex Quest mm-hmm. yeah it's it's very Chex Quest-esque <laughs> um, so it has like a very cartoony art style and it's like it was very like you know PG for, for kids and stuff you were like an like exploring alien uh, derelict station or whatever um, but yeah, so in, in um, Void Bastards, the, the, the cool thing is... is So it's very roguelite in the sense that you start off with a, with a prisoner or this character that, you, that you're playing as. And they have traits, either pros or cons. So like pro, it'll be like, you know, you can run around and not make noise. Or um, the con will be like, you can't sprint or whatever mm-hmm. after you get hit or some shit like that. Um, I just made that one up. That probably doesn't exist. But um, as you go along the way, the objective... They can sort of shift because you have this overworld map where you can plot a path to the objective you're headed to. And then sometimes they'll give you like optional objectives where you can sort of veer off the main path and go to another spaceship and like get uh, a special gun or a special, um, you know, item that you can use. And um, so along the way, you're exploring these ships, uh, you are eliminating enemies with the guns and and you're picking up these items that you can then craft and upgrade uh, your other uh, your other guns, your other weapons, or just straight up get new weapons and then upgrade those guns along the way. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's like it's such a really fun inventive uh, like puzzle game in that sense. So yeah. you, you'll be like walking through a corridor. It's like let's say it's pitch black and you have a Magnum. Some you know you'll start off with that and then eventually you'll get like. Um, a thing that you can throw out and it's like a mine and it can like so you can like put it behind you so no one can can creep up on you or you can get this other like electrical weapon that'll disable the, the bots so you have to it's very strategic and sometimes if you're, if you're lucky enough, you can sort of see the enemies through the doors or you can't. And, like, and it's, it actually reminds me, it was funny enough, we were, we were literally just singing the Legends of the Hidden Temple off the air during the break, <laughs> the theme song to that. And it reminds me a lot of the Legends of the Hidden Temple where you're, like, you open up the map for each ship and you're, like, plotting a path. You're, like, okay, I got to go up to the middle room. I got to go to the, the shrine of the here. silver monkey. And you got to go out and then, like, all right. But, but also the thing I forgot to mention, too, is every time you enter a ship, you have a limited oxygen supply. And certain ships will have an atmos, an atmosphere pod that has like uh, an O2 thing that you can refill your oxygen oh, with. Nice. Some of them don't. So you, you're like, all right. It's like I, gotta I heart got a hard out. I got to be – yeah, I have yeah. a hard out in four minutes. <laughs> I got to make this shit. So it's really cool. It adds the pressure. So that's why I think it's, it's a lot like um, Legends of Hidden Temple in that sense where you're like, oh, shit, I got to go through this temple really yeah, quick. Yeah, um, It's a lot of fun. Like So then when you die, if, if you die um, – you're, it's really cool like the backpack is this thing that's attached to the the character that you're on and then it like jettisons back into like the main ship and then you would get it gets attached to another character and that's like the 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 story rationalization for why you start over again with a brand new person
1: so like these that's the so the prisoners are just being used yeah, basically yeah is it aware of that like being fucked up yeah yeah it's okay. very self-aware right.
0: it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually really funny it, i think it's developed by brits so okay. it has a very like british sense of humor um yeah and and you so you go back out and you're like uh, then this time you'll have different traits the cool thing is is like everything that you've unlocked and upgraded and stuff it will carry over
1: except for your character
0: except for your character right 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 so like that's that's the other thing too along the way you'll pick up things like food and fuel and that will determine how far you can go how long how much you can heal every time you go whether or not you can rest before actually going into a ship Mm. and and resting will also like regenerate your health that's the only way you can regenerate your health at least as far as I can tell there's probably an upgrade later that lets you do that
1: how long did you um, what was your like longest run Um, how many ships across did you get
0: oh man I mean I barely got to to play this game this week but I probably got like six or seven ships across and then I just ate it Uh, but it's, it's so much fun and it like it's it definitely a great. game. Yeah, it looks so good. It, it's it's gorgeous. I, I feel like if you have uh, an Xbox One, like definitely check this out. It's like such a great game to like play on the couch. I also think it's like thirty bucks. I could be wrong, but I remember it being like relatively cheap. Or that might be. I think it's watch. on Game Pass too. Is it really? I'm oh pretty sure it's God. on Game Pass. If it's on Game Pass, man, you have no excuse. I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass. Such a dope game. So, I want to play more of it. I'll probably talk about it next week once I get my like my claws more into it after I've fucking settled in here, and then the. <laughs> um, the other game I've been playing is another game that's been kind of going around, especially like in certain circles recently, called Outer Wilds.
1: Yeah, I've been looking for this game for a
0: long time. Oh, my God. Yeah, me too. Waiting I mean, for it. This yeah. has been on my radar, especially as like a No Man's Sky stand and like a space exploration sort of uh, fanatic. Uh, Outer Wilds is, is 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 published by Annapurna. So shout out to Annapurna. Yeah, word. Um, uh, I, I got a code from them. Um, work earlier this week and i and i i, I made a, a gameplay video gita wrote up her impressions on it and that's my gameplay video i, I chose a very specific arc because the game is a, is a very particular style of a game it's 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 i remember when i first first played that first night was the night before i was actually moving like the night before i was actually you know it was supposed to be out of my apartment um and some of the people in the discord caught me like on i guess the discord sh- snitched on me was like pulse playing <laughs> outer wilds um so I also wanted to get some time in with it so I could at least have some footage to throw on the site the next day. And I'm glad I did because it shows off a really cool arc where... So Outer Wilds is a first-person um, adventure game that has you exploring a handcrafted solar system mm-hmm. and unraveling this myst- this ancient mystery that uh, this civilization that you're a part of is trying to like figure out. Mm. So you are like a part of this... like. They're like these log people, like, but they've somehow also discovered space travel. So they awesome. yeah, just it's like super cute. Yeah. yeah, they skipped a bunch of shit and went straight to space travel, and somehow it just it to just go. works. Yeah, it, it way just, to go. you're like these alien, this alien sort of species with like multiple eyes and arms and ears and shit like that. i don't if I remember. And um, so you are like, it's like your first flight into space. And, uh, you know, this isn't the first time anyone's ever done it. There's people that exist on other planets. There's devices that exist so you can, like, point up at the sky and aim at planets and hear the music that's being played or hear noises coming from the planets. There's a thing, I forget what it's called, but you shoot it and you can sort of take photos as it ventures off like almost like the mars rover that's awesome so as you shoot it like over the horizon you start clicking or i was, I was playing mouse and keyboard you start clicking it's like Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. so you're like taking photos of it and then you can take photos of it from behind so as it's going you'll see you're like looking behind like through the review mirror basically yeah. and um so that's a good way to just like get a survey of like what's over the horizon or if you see something drop over there you're like what is that and you shoot it over there and like so basically uh you st- it, it has this really beautiful like uh, whimsical almost like art style to it that that feels very intriguing and makes and like just begs you to just like tear it apart and there's and like right before you start there's like this uh it's kind of light spoilers but there's like a statue that looks at you and like kind of peers into your soul almost and unloads all this information into you and you're like it's weird because you almost feel like oh am i the chosen one like what's happening here yeah. and you, you jettison off into space and then from there, it's like your journey is your journey. So this is a, this is the kind of game that reminds me of um, the first time playing Breath of the Wild or the first time playing Metal Gear Solid Five or any sort of open world sandbox game that well, it still has a narrative attached to but it. But
1: this like mystery and wonder.
0: Yeah, and everyone has a different path. Mm-hmm. So I remember I, I briefly chatted with Gita about it. Like we have to talk about this. Like we didn't we wouldn't really get a chance to like sit down and talk about it because it's the day, the day before I moved. But. Um, i know that like when you play like Mm -hmm. your first adventure is gonna be be way different than mine and um so just to give you an idea of the clip i even put up i ventured off into space the first thing i did was i landed onto a planet i forget what it was called um and it's a planet that like you know it's probably one of the first ones you'll discover is uh it's um there's like mad tornadoes like once you break th- through the the surface of like the atmosphere, there's just mad tornadoes. You're like, oh shit, and you're like struggling. To... Also, the other thing I forgot to mention is when you when you uh, f- when you um, launch off of a planet, it has a camera that you can also use to land. That you- it looks straight down from the from the spacecraft, and it has a very familiar vo- uh, feel to it. It's very like uh, it's very familiar because you've seen that NASA footage right. a million times of them landing on the moon, and you've seen the rover land on the moon or whatever. I don't know if you've, I don't they probably have that footage, right? I don't know. I forget. But either way, you you've definitely seen that that moon landing footage of them like landing on the moon and the shadow of the legs of them, right. from the light from the sun. And it's really cool and 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 um so it has that camera, but it also has the cockpit view so you know like what you're looking at when you venture off and you want to fly forward for example. So um, so, I'm like in the cockpit view. I'm like jettisoning, like, like shooting into this planet. I break through the clouds and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's mad tornadoes. I find a piece <laughs> of like land. They're also like these really small planets. So, it's almost like Super Mario Galaxy style like levels. So it's not
1: like bigger. No Man's Sky. Not in like that No sense. Man's Sky.
0: Yeah, they're, they're way smaller. I would say they're probably like a fraction of the size. Yeah. But they're densely packed with like shit, like Damn. really handcrafted, like almost like Zelda like dungeons. So, you, you land on, I landed on this island. I got off. And then immediately a tornado, like, enraptures the island, and I'm just weightless. I'm, like, in, like no, gravi- like, no gravity, and the sky is gone, there's just stars, and I'm just, like, floating off this rock, and I'm, like, using my jets, like, like on oh, my well, my person, trying to get back to the ground, and then the, the tornado goes away, and I'm like, boom, I land on the floor again. And it was like, what the fuck was that? And that, oh, that God, was, that like,
1: so the dope. first
0: thing that ever happened- and then I discovered this temple. I found this weird, like, intricate thing. And I, there's also this other weapon. Not weapon, but there's a thing you aim at, like, this ancient writing, and it translates it for you.
1: So, like, the... Uh, so you're just there to just discover this right. stuff.
0: And, and and so then, like, later on, I found this other rock where it had, like... Or this other planet, this little, like, moon or something that had this really weird... This is the video I put up on Kotaku.com, by the way. Um, that had, like, this weird map thing that that laid out what the different planets were. Mm-hmm and um, every time you go you do something your your ship's computer will update so that's like your your like your log so you go back to your ship and you, you, you like log into the computer and it tells you like oh you just discovered this a clue for this other thing so it's like oh there's a sound coming from this planet but the person who went there died like years ago so there's no way that music could be playing from oh. that planet so you're like oh that's interesting so, so I went to the planet um, and uh, again there's probably like so many versions of this. So even if you, you know, you don't want to get this spoiled for you, maybe skip ahead like two minutes. Um, I'll give you a minute now to do so, or a few seconds at least. And I went to the, uh, I went to the planet. I'm looking around, and I like uncover more clues. I find out that there's a there's something that crashed on another planet, and I shoot. I can shoot that thing I mentioned to take survey photos of. I can shoot it into it, and it like, it creates a portal to another planet. So there's like, oh, there's, now there's like weird, like, you know, mm. interdimensional stuff happening. And so I go off, I'm like, so like so my computer updates, I go to my computer and it's like, oh, go to this planet to find out what that could possibly be. I get off the planet and like, even just like maneuvering the the, the spacecraft yeah. is mad difficult. And especially on the keyboard and mouse, they they actually recommend you at the start of the game to play with a controller, which I might do actually. I might transition to the controller. Oh, shit.
1: You What's didn't it? mention this. What? Is a 22-minute cycle?
0: I was just about to get to that. Oh, you were? I okay, yeah, I love yeah. that. Oh, so shit. So I'm, I'm flying around, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to this planet, right? And I'm on the way. This is in the video. And the sun fucking explodes.
1: Oh, that's the reset. It yeah. you say that here. That's funny.
0: And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then it just, and it just gets me, and then I die. Oh, shit. And then I start over from the beginning, and the guy it starts over right where you left off when like if you first first play the game the guy's like oh go get the launch codes so you can take off but you already have the launch codes it's like it's a Groundhog's Day scenario oh my god that's my
1: favorite genre of things (laughs) yo
0: it's crazy so you're like I already have the launch codes and he he, so you do it again and you have you have a limited amount of time to keep like chipping away at this mystery before you die again in some other weird way and start over again so like I feel so the more you start to like uncover the mystery the game resets you
1: so like but your computer is the only persistent yeah way to keep track of all this yeah so it's like oh you already know that right and so when you interact with like other um npcs and stuff do they can you is it like dialogue trees or yeah, yes dialogue trees so oh that's dope so do you have to actually do all the things to trigger certain things over again no so like if you went to that tornado planet right that that same minute, if yeah. you go at the same minute, that same tornado will get you.
0: No, I don't think so. Oh. I, I think I think I just got there. That seems like it's random. Oh, um, so I just I feel like that that doesn't really have an impact in, on the story. But like you said, like with the dialogue choices, when when I first started off at that planet, the guy was like, "Oh, you need to get the launch codes," and like one of the options is like. Did I just die or like? And he'd be like, "What are you talking about? You're crazy!" And like, he just won't know what you're talking about. So you have to sort of like almost keep it to yourself, just like ignore him, keep moving. And um,
1: so I, you just run straight to the ship, start that bitch up.
0: Yeah, that's what I did. That's awesome. I bypassed everything I did earlier on like the first my first. Yeah, playthrough.
1: yeah you got the, the keys and nothing like that. No,
0: I got everything I need. Oh, man. So like, the more you start to piece it together, I actually I almost want to like start from scratch again because it's been. It's bad, oh, yeah, just so you, yeah, it's man it's it's been like four days since I played it and and uh I wanna play it again on my t v like on my couch like with a fresh playthrough. I only got like an hour and a half, maybe two hours in, yeah, so it's not that much for me to want to have to like for me to need to have to repeat, so I'll just do it again, but yeah, yo, this is i so I mentioned it in the discord when I finished playing it, also people in the discord probably got way past me. there's probably people who already beat it at this point, um, but i'm definitely I definitely intend to Uh, put some time into it to put some time into it but to complete it because I think this is like so far one of my favorite games of the year Um, because it's just like it's, it's like nothing I've ever played before it's it's unbelievably wild man like i mean no, wow, pun intended. Nice. Yeah, no, pun, no pun intended yeah
1: that's the 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 fucking review box you know oof. how they like, yeah like... yeah mild, <laughs> the optional
0: it's wild um yeah man i, I can't remember i can't recommend it enough and like from what i've seen the discussion happening on twitter especially about the game i'm like damn i definitely gotta like keep playing this game and, and unravel the mystery on my own because oof man it's so good it looks
1: really cute and yeah. like man Oh, I see this tornado planet too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And like, that's the thing. Like, the planets are so unique, and the tools and the and the all the like the things that you'll use along, excuse me, the things you lose along the way, you use along the way. They feel very familiar because they have actual like, you know, parallel counterparts to like real space travel. So like, you know, when you're doing things like when you're landing on the moon, for example, it's like it's like black and white. The camera is black and white, so you're like it feels like oh yeah. yeah i've seen this before i've I done it too do. yeah yeah i've yeah, seen yeah.
1: all the movies and stuff like that
0: and you have to take into consideration like gravitational pulls when you're actually like you know moving from planet to planet like sometimes some planets will like suck you in and like gravity on planets will be different
1: so you have to watch your fuel and stuff too uh
0: no that you don't have to manage yeah, okay. thankfully okay. but i'm but like when i landed on the moon the first time uh, one of the moons i think i don't know if there are more moons but i remember like on a previous planet i was like on that tornado planet i had to like jump and use my jetpack and this one i did it and i almost like fucking i almost flew off the moon i was like oh shit like that's just very little gravity here um but yeah i feel like if you have a pc and xbox one like do yourself a favor like even if it's not today like put this on your radar put this on your queue because it's like you, you especially if you're you know when we're getting closer to the end of the year for game of the year discussions i think this also might get lost in the shuffle because like E3 a lot is of coming. stuff is coming out yeah. yeah a lot of big announcements are coming we, 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 i mean we just had one this past week like i think this is one of the games you definitely don't want to overlook because it's going to be like man it's going to be talked about for a while i think um
1: do, do you know the runtime I don't. No, no, no. Okay. I
0: have no idea. Um, I'm, I guess I'll find out over the next week or so. But yeah, man, it's so good. Like two two incredibly great games this week that are like. I would love to see Bo-
1: Void Bastards on a handheld, and oh, yeah, uh, dude. maybe see this on like PS Four.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Actually, I didn't. I'd never even considered Void Bastards on on like Switch. Yeah, that would be fucking fantastic. It seems like
1: the, like that's perfect fit.
0: I don't see why they couldn't do it. Like
1: that looks like a chill ass game. Yeah, dude. You know?
0: Like a, like a lo-fi game.
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: Um. All right, cool. So let's just jump right into the news this week. A pretty light week story. Um. Yeah. And we're also going to kind of breeze through this because I have things to do. I'm sorry, everybody. But our, our first big story of the week, um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was officially announced. And um, it'll be a dark reboot for the franchise.
1: It's so weird with the times that we live in.
0: Isn't it weird? Did this, Did the trailer kind of strike you differently as like... Having matured since the first time around,
1: I mentioned it when they um, when I started playing the uh, the free game uh, last month on uh, PS4, it being Modern Warfare, and I felt away, just sh- shooting Arabs, yeah, and like being in this war, yeah, and you know, after watching like you know the two thousands that uh, oh the documentary the CNN documentary. documentary on uh, Netflix. And seeing all that shit again, it it, always just, it just makes me feel weird about the cost of war and stuff like that. I mean, I've always never really been on board with any of that stuff. But, like, the game-wise, it never... Like, when I was a kid, when this came out, I was probably, like, 17, 18. Uh, it never really, like... I never thought about the total impact of it. Right, so. right, right. Yes, it did. To answer your question, yes, it did really strike me as, really? Yeah. We're doing this.
0: Yeah, it's weird because... Yeah, it the, the, looks
1: the, fantastic.
0: Yeah, it looks I mean from like a, yeah, a, a, just a first pure, person yeah. pure like video game standpoint. Like Pretty it, yeah, it looks good, it looks fun. But also, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like since I've you know, I've grown up a little bit, I've I've done a bit a bit of reading and watching things and like just understanding the world around me and the mm-hmm. impacts that certain things have. And I think that's like a lot of the discussion that is always happening, especially like on Twitter and shit. I, I was actually um, slightly unrelated tangent, but I was listening to the, um, the Pornhub podcast. Yeah. Hosted by Asa Akira, She's dope. New York legend. Yeah. Uh. I have
1: a photo with her.
0: Still jealous about that. I have a video with her. I still say. insanely <laughs> jealous about that. Not that kind of video. Not Relax, that kind of video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you gotta pay premium for that. <laughs> um, no, but she had, um, this guy humbled a poet on. hmm Really. I've never heard of this dude before, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. And, um. He was spitting some like some game on that on that podcast. So he's a poet, rapper, author, multifaceted dude. And he was talking about how like um, in this day and age, people um, they don't necessarily uh, they feel like they get so attached to their opinions and beliefs Absolutely. that that they assume them as identities, right? So like if you attack a belief or an opinion, if you say, "Hey, I don't like your shirt. I don't like the red shirt you're mm-hmm. wearing."
1: Play on blood, cause but <laughs> well, you can't say on blood, cause yeah, that's, that's, that's on just, blood, blood.
0: Yes. So let's say I said that, yeah. right? Um, you would take that as offense because you would think I'm attacking you, you and, right. and your your person. Your, you know, your as a, as a human. Um, and I think uh, he said he said something really really profound that I forget. But he said something about like uh, basically like that's the, that's the gist of it. And I, and I feel like that is a lot of gamers in a nutshell. I feel like. When you say something about something critical or bad about a game that they that they like or they're excited about, they take it as a personal attack on their absolutely personalities and their and their and themselves, right? Yeah, because
1: they they click with a certain thing and they're like, well, this is part of me now, you right, know, right? Right, yeah. and I,
0: I talk about all the time of like people who, I mean, mistakenly, I want to say, I'll 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 be so brash as to say, <laughs> mistakenly um, assume that this is an identity right like that being a gamer is an identity and that's the thing that they sell you all the time right absolutely and like here's the thing that i think a lot of people fail to to realize is like we love games love it otherwise we would not be wasting our time on sundays doing this it's my favorite thing to
1: do it's my favorite it's thing the to game. do i'm a, I'm a gamer
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, i'll admit it yeah gamer trademark
1: absolutely he's the best in the media
0: <laughs> it's true <laughs> ask anybody that's um but i think that like so, coming back to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, yeah. I feel like the discussion always revolves around, like, keep, keep, keep politics out of games, whatever, whatever. And, like, first of all, I think that discussion is so, like... Dumb. We're, we're over that. We're past that. It's dumb. Uh, I think it's, like, moronic to believe that, like, there there are no politics in games, that games don't have anything to say. They always have something to say. Like, Crazy Taxi has something to fucking say. Uh, like, so, like, e- even if it's as dumb as, like, whatever, something, some super you know simple statement it still has something it wants to say or communicate to the player right um so i guess going back to to call of duty yeah the the trailer when i first watched it i was like yeah i feel a little uncomfortable about it i feel i feel like as an adult now i feel a little uncomfortable about being like gung-ho like war and it's
1: also like wild because right right now i mean the, the president is trying to push us back into the middle east and like just having this game come out, like uh, I mean, they've been, obviously been playing this for a couple years now, but sure, sure. they couldn't have known, you know, that he was going to do that, but it just feels, like, ugh, a little gross, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, it'll be, like, I, I, it'll probably be a sweet game, and it'll probably bring back a lot of memories, and, you know, hit that nostalgia stuff, but I mean, I don't know, man. Just, when you see games like Out of Wilds and Void Bastards, and, like, this, there's other ways to make good Entertaining shit, and I I know Call of Duty, that's their shit. I know Battlefield, that's their shit. And that's my shit, right? But it's just like I don't. There's a, there's another angle there, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's part of it too. Is like, I mean, I don't I don't need whatever you're pushing to to align with my beliefs. Absolutely. Like, I feel like if you if you present something that like
1: if it's a good game, I'm gonna play that shit.
0: Yeah, if it's a cool game that's saying something cool and it maybe like makes me. Oh, shout out to the sirens outside. Sorry about that. Yeah, it crap. makes me reconsider something that I've never considered or like challenges some of my personal beliefs. Like, that's cool. But if it's just like, I don't know, again, it's a, it's a little hypocritical, right? Because like, I'm also of good, I'm probably going to play this. Absolutely. And I'm probably going to have fun with it. Oh, hold on. Let's let the siren pass.
1: I think they're coming for me. Yeah. yeah damn. I got to tell you, I got warrants.
0: Oh, yeah. I get Yo, that. Yo, Paul, f- that, phone talk to you. Yeah, that real New York City experience right now. I feel like um, next week we'll close the windows.
1: Yeah, shout out to those people. Hope they're right.
0: Yeah, word, word, word. So I feel like this is like a we, we talk about it all the time, right? Like enjoying this stuff, but also being critical about yeah. it and being reflective about
1: yeah, it. I think that's the main thing. It's like just understand how you actually feel about the thing that you're ingesting. Right. right. Like you can still enjoy it and you know be critical of the thing, and which you should. You should really deep think, think deeply about um, the things you consume. Yeah. and you know cuz uh, when you're le- just ignoring it you you just like i don't know you're being just dismissive of how it could be uh, um taken by someone else you know right, like maybe right. it doesn't bother you but it could bother someone else and totally. maybe you talking about it can you know what you call. It. but i mean this technology looks great it's weird that this is coming out <laughs> right that they're doing a reboot you know
0: yeah a dark reboot at yeah. that yeah i it's it's weird cuz like the the call of duty series Almost always felt like a Michael Bay movie to me, where oh, yeah. it's like it's, it's just absurd and has really like really um, like almost comical villains of like I'm the bad guy, and yeah. like you're gonna hate me. Um, so I
1: killed him years ago, but I didn't. Yeah. I just shot his arm off. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, now he's back. Yeah, and yeah. he had a nuclear weapon.
0: So I'm not sure like if this is gonna go down the the division route or if it's going to go down mm. the tom clancy route you know what i mean like the the ghost recon route who knows like we'll see maybe maybe it winds up working Really, maybe it, you know what it maybe could it be says dope some cool shit that's what
1: i'm saying like i i, I do i would love for call Duty to say something like important
0: because it kind of used to it yeah. kind of used to be about like and this is like you know say say what you want about how what they said or whatever but like It used to be about like yeah like it was like almost like Band of Brothers or like Saving Private Ryan. It was like look at like these real events that happened and like here's like a you know it's it's kind of fucked up. They're like yeah we're gonna make it fun and we're gonna make it a game. But like yeah, it it kind of had some
1: like icky moments. and, like the no Russian stuff. Yeah, I mean that's the one that pops out. I'm pretty sure in everybody's mind. But yeah, I don't know. And then they had some really cool shit like the fucking all gillied up stuff and you know like this i had fond memories but it, just recently replaying it just made me feel weird i was like i don't know if i want to continue playing this um just like war like i don't know it's it, it's literally taking after the war we were in while this game was out yeah you know yeah 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 so
0: yeah and it's a kind of, kind of awkward timing but i mean hopefully you know we don't go that route
1: in real life i really hope no, i hope not man <laughs> yeah man um we should fight for the young people that have to do go to these things and sacrifice their bodies and their minds for yeah, this stuff. But I mean, you know, I'm getting down off my stool, pedestal. <laughs>
0: yeah, word, word. <laughs> um, but then I guess the other the other big reveal this week was that Death Stranding is coming out in November.
1: Bruh. I watched the stream. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Because <laughs> they, on, uh, I think it was their stream, they had like handprints yeah, all yeah. over the screen and they would like peel away at some points and right. then reveal more of it. And I was like, I'm not watching this.
0: Was it true that they were doing like, waiting for a, m- a certain amount of people to tune in before they hit probably the because
1: I left I was like what is this shit I can't
0: <laughs> yeah I didn't watch it yeah I, I mean, had I it, it on in the background
1: afterwards. for a while and then I had to do some shit at work and then when I came back it was off so
0: yeah I watched the um the trailer after it was done I, was yeah. like, I don't have time I have to, yeah. I have to work I like, can't do this right now Which, so what do you think um I have a lot of mixed feelings yeah I, I'm so first of all I, the, I love the Metal Gear series with an asterisk um there are obviously, like, problematic elements to it that we can point to. But um, Kojima is just, like, on another level, yo. Yeah,
1: he's so out there.
0: He's super out there. And, like, I mean, one of my favorite things of all time is uh, PT. I wear that hat with pride all the time. Yep. Um, I still have it on both of my PlayStations. And, like, I just love that we have a figure like that. Hate him or love him. Right. In the games industry. And it seems like it's so fascinating from a just from like a technical level like what he's able to achieve with an already established engine um, because mm-hmm. they're using the Gorilla game or the Gorilla st- whatever Gorilla something Gorilla glue Gorilla glue engine uh, the same one they use for Horizon Zero Dawn and um, it's dope that he's able to just take their tools and use it and make something that looks kind of fucking cool like there's that part with like the trailer where he's he makes a ladder and he like climbing up. I'm like, okay, goes into yeah.
1: space, Doug. I, I can't wait to do stupid shit in this game. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is,
0: right? Because it, it has that potential almost. But then, like seeing like Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen and Guillermo del Toro, uh, the dude who directed Drive. I Forget, I, I Never know how to pronounce his name. Hmm. But um, all these incredible actors and these really unbelievably like shot. Directed, mm-hmm. written, voice acted, cutscenes, and like really banana stuff. But it seems like I'm also excited because it seems like I can get in on the ground floor of a new franchise that's not Metal Gear anymore. Because you can kind of tell that he was kind of like trying to do things that in the side inside the Metal Gear universe. That he was just like, all right, like I'll I'll keep using the same thing, I guess. But
1: I want to do some more. Re- I want to do some shit. more weird shit. I want to make yeah. a character called something Die Hardman.
0: Die Hardman <laughs> and <the> Mama. <laughs> Mama. What's the other Amelie. one? Uh, it something was like Die that? Hard Man and uh, some other thing I forgot
1: but um Die Hard Man's that's, that's just, great that's a hard ass name fire that's name that's fire
0: uh yeah no I I think it looks amazing mm-hmm. I think it's it's a little unfortunate that like I think the the characters that are women are still called like mama and fragile something or something whatever like that oh yeah so you can tell he's gonna like continue his streak of like hey uh we're gonna have horrible <laughs> shit happen to <laughs> these women and uh Fucking, she breathes through her skin. She breathes through her skin, so she has to wear hosiery and a thong. Yeah, in but, the desert. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. Uh, I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, but, yeah, man, it looks like an experience I, I definitely want to sink my teeth into. Yeah. Like, when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, I can't wait to, like, lock myself into my apartment for, like, the whole weekend and just go right through the whole thing. I, that's kind of how I was with Metal Gear 5. I, I mean, you know, despite its blemishes, I loved Metal Gear 5. And um, just the... Just the, the the way his brain works and the way he creates games is like, like
1: what no one no one's oh my on that god. level yeah like no one's meeting him he has no peers not in in games media you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. you can tell this guy wants to make movies though
0: oh my god he's got such a hard man <laughs> on for movies uh, <laughs> but yeah what'd you think of the trailer
1: I thought it was cool I mean I'm not like I'm not Kojima's biggest fan to be honest like yeah, yeah. I I like the Metal Gear Solid franchise from afar. Um, I, I dipped my toes in, in certain, uh, A couple of the games Growing up And I, I played a lot of 5 Never finished it But um, I, I, I like his style And I like that he makes weird shit Yeah Like I think it, it, it He's like an inspiring type of dude You know like He's not the He's not gonna change the, He's not the brain that changed the world But he's gonna spark the brain That <laughs> yeah, changed the world You know no, like he's that real, He's yeah. the Tupac of <laughs> Of video games Damn
0: wow <laughs> Talk about box quote <laughs>
1: <laughs> the- oh shit, you quote me on that. That's yeah. dope. That's fire. I just made that up right now. Wow. But um yeah, I mean, it was cool. Like it it was it was fine. I'm not super excited for it, but I I'm excited for the people who are his fans, you know? Like cuz this is going to be like this is like another era. Like you, yeah. you when you think of like video games, Kojima's definitely one of those like um words that you associate with it, you know? 100%. Yeah. yeah. He's he's on the Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. Opinion, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just want to like if there was a version of this game that was just a movie, mm-hmm. I would just watch it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Like, I would be into Kojima movies for sure. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. weird, violent things. Just like, let him make a movie. Yeah. No one wants to give him that money, that's <sighs> why. Well.
0: That's true. Yeah. But, but like, but like but, you know, I feel like this is probably going to sell bonkers numbers. Yeah.
1: It's going to do well. Yeah. It's going to do well, and I think it'll be uh, one of those games that, are, like, good or bad is going to be talked about a lot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like,
0: from years on. Yeah, the same way that the Metal Gear series is continued to mm-hmm. to, to, to be talked about. Also, shameless plug: um, Heather's going to be working on her Metal Gear retrospective. Oh, Continue dope! To work on that, so check that out soon. Yeah, shout out to the homie Heather. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm super pumped. I'm, I would love to find out what the Discord. I mean, we've been talking about it here and there. Like, especially when the trailer hit, I was like, "What is this?" Uh, but I can't wait for that fucking game to come out. Alright, cool. Jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the-optional.com or you can drop them into our questions channel in our Discord or if you're brave enough, mm-hmm. send us a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone and we have two this week. So uh, we're going to do the written questions first. So Bo writes in this is such a phenomenal question. Bo with the phenomenal questions. Uh, can you name a better theme song than the one from DuckTales? Yes, I can.
1: Yeah, I, I can name a few actually. Um, <sighs> a my, few. my The one number one that Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you three. Uh, Let's go. Number, like This is not the number one one, but Keenan and Kel. Great theme song. So you're
0: going, you're going bottom up? Yeah. Okay,
1: this number is three. Number three. Keenan and Kel. Fire, bro. Fire. Family matters.
0: Oh, hold on. Let me just dissect. Okay. Let's okay. Like, let's dissect. Let's dissect
1: like, uh, Keenan and Kel.
0: You got it like Coolio just you got
1: Coolio at his peak.
0: Destroys that.
1: He just like comes through the Nickelodeon offices like, let me de- lay down some shit for, for my homies Keenan and Kel. Because they got that new spin-off show from all that, you know what I'm saying? Just destroys the destroys verse. it. So good. Such a good intro. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, and then I got um Family Matters coming up. And that's a classic. Everybody, it's a
0: rare condition. This day and age. Oh my god.
1: Reading yeah, the good news on a newspaper And you see grandma and shit? Yeah, yeah. Wait.
0: Oh my god. So fucking good.
1: Fucking Richie. Uh, <sighs> the worst. I know. He had a Jerry Crow? Richie had a Jerry Crow, though. It well, was, was like the 90s. Yeah, too, right? yeah. He was a little. Yeah, when did family man? I, it was probably tail end of the 80s. And they weren't yeah. even on the West Coast. They were in the Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Yeah, what the
0: fuck, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what Chicago was on. I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure they didn't have little kids wearing Jerry curls and shit. That was like flat top era because Eddie had yeah. like a flat top and shit.
0: Maybe it just time traveled.
1: I love Family Matters because like Flamily Matters, Family Matters came through. And uh, remember Eddie's friends, uh, Waldo, yeah, and um, Weasel, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit got mad ignorant when Weasel came through. Yeah, for real. I love them too. So, so good. Guato, um, yeah, that was that was a good that was a good show. And what's uh, your number one, and my number one, of course, my favorite show, of, one of my favorite shows of all time, probably top two favorite shows of all time, but uh, all that TLC. Are you yeah. in your? Are you insane? Rest the rest in peace, Left Eye. Yeah, seriously, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, mm-hmm. uh, one of the greatest of, to ever do it. Um, but TLC laid that down. That's a great. That was my theme song for a long time too. That's like a uh, great on my right
0: ringtone. Song. That is a great. When you hear that, the oh here it yes. goes. Oh so, my god! Yeah, that's that's great. Such a good selection. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of three now, but I only I only picked one. But now that I'm thinking about it, since you're bringing up, um, uh, sitcoms and mm-hmm. stuff, especially of the '90s of the era, '90s era, so I might go ascending uh, or descending order. Wait, yeah, I don't know ascending order. That's Let's say problem. ascending order. Yeah. Uh, we went to public school, so number three <laughs> for me would be here. Here's a curveball. Okay, salute your shorts,
1: <gasps> yo. no... Are you fucking with me? Nah, bro. I was literally listening to it this morning. Are you serious? I was showing, like, my girlfriend.
0: Yo. Salute your shorts. I, I also saw... I think, you know, here's why I think you might have seen it. I
1: don't wanna... We hold you in our hearts,
0: and when we think about you, it makes me wanna fart. <laughs> it's me. It, no, it's like... It's, <laughs> it's
1: like, I hope we never yeah, fart. No, I hope no, get we it right. never. <laughs> pay the price. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: um, so I think, it, like, recently I saw a tweet about it. I think, like, it, it celebrated its, like, anniversary recently. Wow. So, it's, like, t- probably, like, 20-something years old at this point. Um, number two real quick mm-hmm. this is kind of so this one is very near and dear to my heart I don't know how many people share this yeah. sentiment Darkwing Duck
1: Darkwing Duck let's get dangerous are you serious <laughs> Darkwing bro Darkwing Duck that, like, that yeah.
0: embedded in my DNA I still think like that I'm like yo let's get dangerous yeah
1: Darkwing Duck was fire Um, I had the toys I had a lot of those toys NES game it's still uh, the hardest game I've
0: a- ever played in my life fuck uh, Sekiro Fuck Zaky Rose. Fuck Lion
1: King. Darkwing Duck Darkwing is up there. Darkwing Duck.
0: It was a Mega Man game. Yeah. It just had a Dark Darkwing Duck skin on it. Fuck that game. Uh, number one for me yeah. is, uh, and you know this already.
1: Yeah, I, I know you're a big fan of this.
0: Oh my god, it's Growing Pains.
1: Growing Pains had a fire intro. All those <sighs> oh um, god. Alan Thick um, intros were the shit. Like he, he wrote some really good stuff. Alan Thick, if anybody doesn't know, is Robin Thick's dad, mm-hmm. and he was. He was on Growing Pains. Yeah, he was a he, dad. Yeah, he was uh, the dad on Growing Pains. But he also like literally like wrote all those like songs from back in the day. Like yeah. he did the um, "Where the World Don't Move" to oh, the yeah, beat yeah. of just one drum. Me Yeah, he wrote all that shit. Which uh, I wrote,
0: I, it's weird because now I have family matters in my head and I can't think of the Growing Pains song.
1: Uh, show me that smile. My, look. Ooh, show me that smile. <laughs> Don't Yo, waste
0: another uh, minute of it crying. Young Leo DiCaprio on that Yo, show. Yo, that was Come a on. fire
1: show. Really good show, also. Although
0: it had the what's his name, uh, Kurt Cameron. Shout
1: out to my namesake. <sighs> that
0: guy's that guy's weird. Kurt though,
1: Cameron uh, was weird. His sister was weird. She was on um, fam- uh, Full House.
0: He made like Rapture movies. He, did? He, he yeah, he makes like Christian movies now. It's like what if the rapture happened?
1: Yeah, all those kids were They're weird, bro. Because they went through a lot.
0: Leo made it out though. He did. Fucking champ. He made it out. What a champion.
1: And he got an Oscar, so.
0: Yeah, now he's just like saving the world on, on <laughs> his off time. He's like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm going to I'm just going to help these people
1: out." Yeah, hanging out with Jonah Hill and shit. Um,
0: but yeah, man, it's a, that's a that's pretty good. that's pretty good selection right yeah. there. You only asked for one, but we gave you three because we believe in value here at the Optional. <laughs> um, all right. Chase writes in Oh, another musical related question. Do you listen to music while you work? If so, what's your top picks for getting into the zone? Uh, yeah,
1: I, I like to. I would like to listen to more music while I work, but I, I try to. I keep headphones in all the time when I'm at work. Um, but you know, people try to talk to me, and my boss is up my ass about shit. Yeah, so.
0: like, let me listen to my fucking.
1: Yeah, like stop talking to me, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my headphones in. Um, and when I'm home, I like to when I play video games. I like to mi- listen to music. Ooh. Um.
0: See, I can't do that. I can't, no, I can't listen to music while I play games. I love that. Unless I'm on the train, and I'm playing like. But I like. Um,
1: I, I remember like years ago, you put me onto chill hop music yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. those those YouTube, um, stuff. So like when I'm home and I'm working, just throw one of those on. Like you know, very, uh, hip hop chill chill vibes. Yeah, yeah. Same. Those jazz hoppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
0: shoot! I got real hot there. Um, yeah. Same for me. It depends on what I'm doing. So if um. I feel like uh, if I'm getting into the zone, like I said, it really depends. So if I'm if I'm writing or something, if I need to f- concentrate and formulate words, uh, cause a lot of times I have to write, you know, scripts and then posts on the site. It's usually like that kind of thing. Instrumental, chill hop, jazz hop, lo-fi type stuff that's very popular. Other times if I need like, it really depends. Like, like sometimes I'll, I'll I'll like, if I'm let's say I'm writing about a game that's like cyberpunk mm-hmm. themed. I'll put on like, one of my favorite artists, who I actually dropped a song for in the Discord. I listen to like some Shinichi Osawa, or like listen to some heavy electronic music. Um, I also like to listen to um, his other work from Mondo Grasso tracks because a lot of it is in Japanese, and I, I don't understand Japanese, so it just it just kind of doesn't register. Yeah. So I don't have to focus on the words because once a lyric, once an English lyric comes on, I'm like, oh, yep. I'm like it just like it, it kind of bugs me out. But um, sometimes. <clears throat> it it really depends I found a really really good uh, YouTube channel that I that I that I recommended I think like months ago I forget what it's called I'm gonna look at it up really briefly but um, sometimes I like to listen to a lot of different weird things so I'll listen to jazz sometimes they have jazz um, like 24-7 streams like the one that, like the chill hop ones yeah they'll have um, like Bossa Nova ones I love that shit I love like I just love like kind of relaxing instrumental music but especially ones that um, will sort of let me focus but let me also kind of groove a little bit and like let me get the like it just makes it easier for me to focus and get the the cogs in my in my head turning a bit um if anything i might link the the thing on the, the this channel onto the into the discord I, i'm like scrolling through it on my phone right now but what he does is it's a guy who just like he'll make he he's a vinyl um he just like mixes vinyl like he makes mixes on youtube mm-hmm. and he puts the video for it like it's him like actually like Putting the records onto the thing and then like mixing into the next song and you know yada, yada yada like so forth and so and so on, and um, it's incredible, bro. Like one time he did like a world funk mix. Oh yeah, world funk. It's like funk from like Brazil, Africa, like all over Africa and like even certain parts of like you know east asia and stuff and you're like oh damn this is fucking cool and then sometimes you'll have like oh here's my city pop mix and it's like all 80s city pop from japan you're like oh wow this is incredible so um really divert and sometimes it'll just be like oh here's a um here is a bossa nova mix or whatever or, or here's like a samba mix and you're like wow it's just like it's so it's such an interesting um eclectic mix of music that you otherwise wouldn't really listen to. Oh, here it is. I found it. So if you go to YouTube, uh, it's called My Analog Journal. My Analog Journal. I love this thing. So look, I feel ar- like
1: you showed me this before.
0: I probably have Arabic and Persian pop, folk and funk, Japanese city pop, Turkish instrumental music from the 70s on vinyl. So specific. Funk disco, soul and jazz from Europe, um, Brazilian soul, funk and jazz, African soul, afrobeat, funk, cumbia and jazz on vinyl. Like really, really do, like niche things that you that you listen to and you and you like you'll find that like oh wow a lot of these things are like very familiar but they have their like regional of course twists yeah, twist on them. To it, yeah. and that's so fucking cool so yeah listen check that out it's really really cool um i like disco a lot by the way you like what disco, disco yeah love, oh yeah disco's love,
1: good. uh early 70s late i mean middle mid 70s uh disco like i like that whole movement where like the Men ain't shit movement mm. where like the ladies Getting up, like, get out the
0: fucking house. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm taking fuck the kids. You, yeah, yeah,
1: like, I love that shit. Like, I'm my mom, kids. my mom used to play a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah
0: word. that shit is empowering. Yeah, it was book, like, man. fuck him. Throw <laughs> some hot grease on his ass.
1: Yeah, it was, it was very, like, dope. Yeah, word. Dope, dope shit. um
0: All right, continue with this lo-fi uh, episode. I'm going to play these audio messages into the microphone because I don't have time to edit yeah, this. Yeah, so, this is what you get. First one, answering our question, which for the, by the, by the way, we'll probably keep up for the next couple of weeks, so Yay. please keep sending your answers in. Which was we'd you like know, to hear from all you guys. Yeah, the question was like, what was the thing? Like, what was the reason that you like found your passion for games? Like, what was it about games? And here is Levi's response. What's up, guys? Uh, it's Levi the memory I have of getting into games probably goes back to, you know, my, my, grandparents worked at the Salvation Army for the longest time and Salvation Army collects a bunch of toys. And every once in a while, my grandparents would bring me some toys, you know, when they would come and visit. And they brought uh, two games to me one time. One of the only times they actually brought games and it was Fire Emblem for the Game Boy Advanced and Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. Uh, and I think the Secret of Mana, I didn't really like that one. But those other two really hit home for me, uh, and they've still ended up being really formative games, like in you know my lifetime of playing games. So yeah, that's the memory I have.
1: That's awesome, man! Incredible, man! Yeah, like also shout out to your grandparents for picking like two of the dopest games. Like, oh my god! That, <laughs> it's you- like. Pivotal games, right? Yeah,
0: they just like, like just stuck their hands in the fucking <laughs> bin and were like, let's just give them these. us give these, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's like awesome. two of the dopest games ever. That that's so cool. I, I love those stories of like, like I remember my um my grandfather for when we got our Sega Genesis. Yeah, he got us the first Mortal Kombat. Dope. Like, not because we. I remember walking around Jackson Heights, Queens, and we uh we saw the TV in the display, and it had Goro with his hands stretched out, and the words crawling up. And me and George were like looking at the fucking TV late at night, like. What the fuck is that? Yeah, and um, we like we didn't know what it was outside of just that, and maybe seeing a poster of it. Because back in the this was the nineties. Yeah. you saw whatever was in Game Pro.
1: It was early nineties too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he got a staff for Christmas, not really not knowing what it was. And man, what an influential game period. Yeah. You know what I, I,
1: mean? I miss that. Like my grand my grandma was a big uh, my mom's mom. She was a big influence on us on like play. Because yeah. like we would stay with her a lot, like almost every weekend we would just go up to the Bronx and like um, chill out. But she would take us to like Fordham Road. Like back in the nineties, was the shit, man. Yeah. Fordham Road was like, it's like, um, uh, what's that spot? Jamaica, Jamaica Ave. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it, it's one of those roads where you just could get anything. Mm-hmm. And we just go into the store and just get toys, like really cheap brand toys. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes she would buy us the Tiger um, oh, fire, handheld joints. Bro. Yeah, so. I love those games and, you know, shout out to grandparents for really like, just like watching us and like being like, all right, this little bass is over here, let, let me bring them something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that.
0: That's so cool. All right, cool. So, um, we got another uh, question from Ashtar. Hey, Optional Crew, it's your boy Ashtar, aka Two Beards. I going to ask y'all, what's a game that y'all had to play as a kid
1: that was terrible but you had to play it anyways and you have some strange nostalgia for
0: right now i'm watching uh, a replay of blue stinger for Dreamcast, which is a launch game and was absolutely terrible but for some reason i'm just drawn to it and i played it all the way through i had to get a strategy guide to beat it and i'm watching it and i just can't take my eyes off
1: of it it's horrible voice acting terrible camera work bad controls but something about it just (laughs) uh i guess i have some strange nostalgia for it
0: uh all right peace out This is such a phenomenal question, Ashtar. It actually like before we started the show, that's how we sort of start the routine. we well, like just hear the questions, read the questions so we have time to ponder them and stuff. And this one kind of like made us scratch our heads. I was like, yo, what's a game that like I loved as a kid? And revisiting it now, you're like, wow, this is hot So
1: I thought of one while we were like this whole show. I was thinking of one that kind of just kept popping up and it kind of has been making... Like, people bring it up a lot more now, and it made me feel real bad about <laughs> yeah. liking it as a kid. And I, I think it's a bad game. I think I thought it was a bad game as a kid, but mm-hmm. uh, Bubsy 2 oh my God. for the Genesis. How dare you? Yeah, I can remember that square-ass cartridge with the yellow little... You know how it used to have, like, a yellow tab on the, on the side? On the yeah, side? Yeah, what yeah. was that? S- think, some think, games had that.
0: You know what? I, was it EA published? Yeah, it was. So here's what it is. I think... I remember reading this, I think, in Console Wars or something. Yeah. I think EA used to, um, they had the, like, they had the... Uh, Let me make sure. Let me double check. What's it again. called? Like, the patent or whatever for the cartridges? Mm-hmm. And I think Sega, the way it worked at the time, was like, yo, you got to pay us money to use our cartridges, like, patent or whatever. But they had figured out a way to reverse engineer it and make their own shits. That's why I think they had, like, the yellow... That's why they always looked weird. Like, they didn't look like the regular-ass cartridges that, like, Sega... Yeah, published.
1: it was it was weird. It was uh, by Accolade. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say EA, but... Maybe they were, like, bought up. Oh, but I I, I remember show. that, like, and being, like... But me and my brother used to play the shit out of some Bubsy. And, like, Damn. I remember we used to be so frustrated with that game. Like, this doesn't make any sense.
0: And back then, you didn't really have a critical eye. You were just like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. It was
1: like, why can't I go all the way to the top of the map? Like, I didn't know the structure of Bubsy. Right. You, can, you, know, you can go back to the very beginning of, that, like, the level. It was just so frustrating, man. But it, it, it had really weird music and, and yeah. sounds and, you know, that... that uh, that sticks out in my mind a That's lot crazy. as a bad one. That's wild.
0: Um, we kind of Mon-
1: came up with a collective one too, right? Me and you.
0: Oh, was it Siphon Filter?
1: S- no, it was uh, SWAT. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Manny Shout for Shout out to Manny, Manny again. Yeah. Shout out to Manny for
1: buying bad games. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> man. No, nah, he also used to buy really good games. But, uh, yeah, we used to play this game called SWAT, and it was like a multiplayer. Was it for um, GameCube? GameCube?
0: Oh, no, I think it was PS2. It was PS2, right? Yeah, I think it was PS2. Maybe he
1: had, the like, the controller that had, like, the, the multi-port yeah, extender or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, sure. you, you just played like, the death match, and you just, just scream, like, there were, like, inputs. If you, like, use the D-pad, they'd be like, SWAT!
0: Hands in the air! Hands yeah. in the air! SWAT! <laughs> it was so bad, Get yeah. down! Yeah, it was yeah, so bad. So much a, fun, though. It was a basic And we played the shit the, out of that oh, game. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. like, almost ruined the cd or the dvd <laughs> um yeah mine is siphon filter yeah like, I, especially having recently revisited it on the the ps1 classic i remember like i said i'm I gonna even said a couple episodes ago when i got it i was like yo this game is incredible yeah. at the time I was like I this is incredible it's like espionage it's like it's action-packed and revisiting it now i'm like what the fuck this is terrible yo like yeah. the graphics are awful the voice acting is terrible and at the time i thought it was like this groundbreaking thing and, it, and in some ways it kind of was but yeah, watching it now, I'm like, "Jeez, my god!" Cyberpunk 2020, wow. Cyberpunk 2 was good though. I'm not in yeah. front, but I remember at the time thinking like, "How can this get any better? Yeah, it's gonna this get the, any better. This is peak gaming, this is peak. We've we've done it. We've Ma, restid. you don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand gamers.
1: You say that uh, like the that meme of the girl crying is like explaining oh, yeah, something yeah. to my parents, and <laughs> yeah, the parents yeah, are yeah. looking at looking at yeah, like, "What the, the fuck are you talking
0: about? about. Um, but yeah, that was that was an amazing question. Yeah, I, I, totally I, I really gotta wreck my brain I want to make another anymore.
1: list of. Uh, yeah. I gotta go when I go back to my parents' house. I'm gonna go through and just like go through my games. But, like that was bad. That was bad.
0: I mean, there's gotta be some. I N- have a ton N64 of N64 turd, games that are just terrible, yeah, bro. Terrible.
1: Shit. Really bad shit.
0: Yeah, there's gotta be something. That I'm not thinking. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Perfect Dark Zero I, for the Xbox three Xbox 360 yeah oh yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah! i remember you had that oh my god didn't you return that like pretty much asap yeah 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 yeah. oh my god i remember we we all piled over like your house like after school something like that and then i was like this is trash bro it's terrible bad game so bad
0: um all right cool jumping into feeling it feeling is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing
1: yeah um so i got one in half. So my half one is nice. I got this little ginger ale um drink from this uh j- Japanese market by my job and uh I'm going to take a sip for you guys right Yeah, yeah, now.
0: do it, do it. Li- We're going to get live. Get live. yeah, no, oh, you yeah, use both it, hands. Right. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Slow down, baby. <laughs> All right, ready. <laughs> it's in his beard. adequate.
0: Wow, adequate. Okay. Adequate, All
1: man. right. And I'm a I'm a ginger ale fiend. So
0: what would you give it 1 to 10?
1: Out of 1 to 10, uh I'll give it seven gingers. Seven gingers. Okay, yeah, seven gingers.
0: Nice. What's your real feeling it?
1: Uh my real feeling it is a uh a new mini series um I think it's a limited series if I'm not mistaken uh by uh the illustrious Ava DuVernay. Shout out to her. And uh, it's called uh, When They See Us. And it's about uh, the events that happened back in uh, the early 90s, late 80s. I think it was 1989, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, The Central Park Five. And that tragic situation where a woman was uh, just, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to use some sexual... Content uh, warning. Content warning. So I'm using some language that might, you know, be triggering, but uh let me give you a beat, <laughs> uh but yeah, it was a uh, if you don't know Central Park Five were uh five kids accused of uh raping a woman in central park upper central park Harlem, and uh they got sent to jail for uh her her rape for twenty something years twenty six years twenty seven years and they were recently released like not too long ago a couple years back um, uh they were exonerated found new evidence that they didn't do it at all. And uh this is a series. It's not a documentary. It's a fully acted movie mm-hmm. um show, I should say. And uh it's good. I watched the first episode and I cannot wait to dr- dive into the next. And it just goes from the events so, like you see these kids coming like going to school and leading up to that night like oh, god. And where we get the, you know, in in New York we have uh we we say the Yo, you wildin and where that stems from and you know oh, how they use that against them
0: that's interesting it's wild I did not know that. yeah
1: that was uh, that was like one of the major things like wow wiling was like used as a problematic kind of term because it meant like you were out like ravaging and Shit. not knowing that that's a thing where you know when you wow and like Yo, they're yeah, you're, wilding. Bugging yeah out. you're bugging out right and they the the, the prosecutors and stuff use that like against wow, them to like that's crazy but um yeah it, it's so interesting and the the acting is just so good all the kids are really good uh they got Michael k Williams is playing one of the the parents uh John, legend. John Leguizamo's in it um another legend. another New york, New york legend. legend uh it's just so well acted one uh one of the kids is the the kid from moonlight uh uh the not the main kid but uh his friend that he was in love with when they were teenagers. Oh, word. Uh, yeah, that that kid is really good actor. Nice. Uh, all the kids are just so good. Um but I would definitely recommend it. It's on it's on uh, Netflix and uh I can't wait to, to keep watching it. It's it's I'm not going to lie, it's a little triggering. It's a little um it's a little uh, traumatic like it, it it gives me like kind of PTSD because uh Yeah. Transparency like I, I I've been arrested before and I've been in a room with cops and the way they talk to you and the way they try to manipulate you and the way they they get a little rough, you know, either physically or, you know, verbally. And uh, it's just it, it, I don't know, man, like it it really, really, really get got me in a mood this morning because I was watching it and I was like, <sighs> Man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little sad right now. (laughs) Like, yeah, man. Yeah, I was getting like angry almost, you know. But Joe, so you know, be careful when you're watching it. But uh, I think it's a great show, and everybody is doing a good job. Like the cops are really convincing. Nice. Like the main detective, she's just menacing, man. Like,
0: I also think like it's so. It's such an important story to tell at this moment, especially. Yeah. because you know unfortunately a lot of those things are still prevalent and a lot of those same attitudes and systems are still there in place to like obviously yeah you know do what they need do what they're designed to do Mm -hmm. um i'll leave it at that but like yeah i'm it's an it's it's unfortunate that i don't have internet because i was dying to watch that and i know it just came out and like um yeah, I, I I can't wait to check it out. I'm yeah. actually glad you brought it up because it,
1: it, yeah. it's it's a very good show. Well shot. Um, the music and the the vibe of like the early '90s is, is just all there. Um, getting that New York Harlem feel. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I will give I will give it a, a look. Uh, I hope you guys are into it. Let me know in the Discord.
0: Nice, nice. What yeah. Um, mine is actually something that I checked out today. Yeah. Because uh, I've been you know, I've been unpacking. I don't have internet, but I do have my phone. And I do have podcasts. And it's something that I mentioned earlier in the show. It's the Pornhub Podcast. I'm hosted by Asakira. Akira. Um, if you don't know who Asa Akira is, um, I don't know. Maybe you're lying. Um, but Asakira is a... Uh, um, she was an adult performer. I yes. think she does more direction now. And um, she's also like an author, a podcaster. She's multifaceted. I, I think she's great. I think she's brilliant. She's it's awesome. fascinating. Um, and um, she uh, she has a podcast now. And I, I've been my girlfriend actually we all we, we both love her um but she's she's had a podcast since the start of last year which i've failed to listen to up until this point which is like weird because i knew i've had it on my horizon for a while it's been my cue but i've never jumped into it but today i jumped into it and um the last episode is from uh thursday uh and it's actually it's it's with that guest i was talking about earlier um it's with um pardon me one second it's it's with humble the poet and um it's just like there's just a conversation about uh, his sort of start. I didn't know who he was and, and just hearing him talk about um, being a, um, a Sikh, is it S-I-K-H, mm-hmm. and like his um, his journey into becoming like a poet and rapper and author and multifaceted artist and creative. And his like his, you know, his mentality surrounding uh, just working hard at things and also, you know, just re, re-learning and re... Uh, interrogating sort of how people can sort of discover their passions and maybe not just maybe follow the advice that like follow the opposite of advice that you're always given, of like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? As, as, instead of doing that, maybe being like, what do you actually enjoy doing? What are you obsessed with mm. figuring out? What problem do you want to solve? It actually really resonated with me because it's like, oh, it's actually like kind of why we started the podcast, kind of why I started Absolutely. like the, the, you know, started my journey into games media was like, I identified a problem and I wanted to address it. And it turns out, hey, people actually also agree with that same you know perspective. I brought it to you and Roman, and you you guys were like, "Yes, let's let's do that. Let's address this problem and let's fix it, or at least like let's attempt to fix it." And um, he he's also you know first generation. I think he's Canadian, uh, but he has the same sort of outlook as as being someone who's first generation. Anything of like, yeah, we need more representation, but we also need to get to a place where this is not. Um, it's not uh special like right. it, it should it's not be, a novelty it's not a novelty he yeah. actually he brought up the um one of the Jay-Z videos i forget which one it was um but it's like one of the videos where he talks about how, like the video itself the concept is like there's no there are no more like first black anything so it's like now it's just like it's regular like mm-hmm. the, you don't have to actually prove that you're like you know be this groundbreaking figure in anything it's just like yeah it's normal now and that's kind of the place we're all fighting for we're not we're not fighting to be like Put on this pedestal, be treated special. Right, she's this, like, no, be just hear me out. Yeah, just hear us out. So, um, just hearing his perspective on that and the creative process and everything, and also like hearing Asa's perspective on a lot of these things is really interesting too, because you know, in a lot of ways, they're very similar and yeah. they're both very successful in what they've done and they've carved out a lane for themselves. And they've, you know, they're, they're really interesting, fascinating people to just like pick their brains out, pick their brains on. And, um, it's just a fascinating discussion. I'm really looking forward to like, you know, checking out the rest of the episodes, but, uh, yeah i'd say check out the last one it's really really cool and um yeah just just let me know what you think yeah i'll definitely
1: check it out because i've been actually looking for a new uh, podcast to listen to and uh, yeah it sounds good i always loved her stuff and uh yeah she's she's dope she's dope big fan of her If if you're into porn yeah, big fan to of check her. Check her out sometime. Yeah, yeah, her check her it out. Is it's great. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, cool. So uh, before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online?
1: Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at CappyCantLose, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Uh, what about you?
0: I am Paulie Mayo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram um and yeah feel free to say hi feel free to reach out. Yeah and thanks for
1: uh stopping by on this
0: lo-fi. Yeah seriously. episode. I might not even put with us. music on this one. Yeah, like okay. I I'm just going to upload it yeah, raw. Yeah pirate radio. Pirate radio that's what we love to address ourselves as. Alright, cool. Thank you so much for listening this week and and bearing with us during this very weird transition period. (laughs) Um, If you have any questions and comments, send them over to questions at d-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify, so please subscribe. If you could take an extra minute or two to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, that would help us spread the word immensely. Just the review. The review alone is like, oh my god! It really does help it us. It helps out. a lot. Please, please take Just, the five minutes. Yeah, that that would be great. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been doing it. We like seriously appreciate it. I, I read each and every one, and it it, it makes mar- it makes our day. Yeah. Um, and if you like the show and want to help support it even further, you can go ahead and do so on Anchor. If you hit the little supporter button uh, at Anchor.fm/slash uh, The Optional Podcast. Actually, I keep doing this last minute, but we did get an extra. Um, we did get an extra supporter this past week, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I want to shout you out now because you are fantastic. You and are my,
1: the real MVP. My email's not loading. And I'll, uh, in the meantime, I'll introduce you guys to some uh, ASMR. Yeah, hit us some more ASMR. Ginger <laughs> Ale ASMR, ASMR ready?
0: <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my god. This show's going off the rails, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, what's the co- what's the name, what's the company that what's the name of that thing?
1: Uh, I can't really say it, but uh, it's Hikari.
0: Okay, that's, that that's the only good.
1: thing in English that I see in ginger ale. Okay, here we go. It's organic, though. I know that. Nice. And there's a J A S. Does that mean jasmine? Could that oh, mean jasmine? J-A-S. Why would they put jasmine in some ginger ale?
0: My internet's not working unfortunately on my phone. Oh wait, wait! It's 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 loading now. I'm using my phone for everything now. Yeah. It's, it's awful. I'm so sorry, everyone. We're in the
1: dark. We're sitting in the dark right now. So. Yeah, we're
0: like legitimately <laughs> on the floor of my new living room. Yeah, we're just sitting on the floor. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's a new sponsor. I'm going to read everybody's name. How about that? Yeah, how about this? How about, that? how about that? How about that? We got Mark. Shout out to you, Mark. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to, shout out to Suhel.
1: Suhel. shout out to you.
0: Chase, you know we love
1: you. Chase, shout out to the homie.
0: Shout out to Gian. Gian holding shout it down. Shout out to JD as always. Big supporter, long time fan, longtime listener. Shout out to Bree. Bree, shout out to Bree. Shout out to John Michael Torres. Hey, the
1: whole f- whole government.
0: I shouldn't have done that. You should have done it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Whatever. <laughs> shout out to Trevor. <laughs> shout out to Trevor. And
1: uh, Suhaib. Yo, Suhaib. Yo. That's my man.
0: Greatest, man. Yo, you, you guys, guys are, are You guys are
1: holding us down. Yeah. We really do appreciate it. I know we say it all the time, but seriously, like we never would have thought people would... You know, help us out with our dreams and goals and stuff. So, Nine supporters, that's unbelievable, is crazy, unbelievable. Optional army, seriously. Well, no, that's we don't want to talk about war.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like the optional core,
1: optional team, optional, optional street team, hive, hive.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And also, like we said, if if you know if you can't really afford the dollar a month or whatever, like I said, just hit us with a review, yeah, hit review. Us with a review. That's oh no, not no. the good. iTunes is dope. Oh my god, please, please, it really helps us out. And um, our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com that's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook at facebook.com slash theoptionalnyc and Twitter at theoptionalnyc. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone. Deuces. Peace. Jason Derulo. (laughs)